106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Our Lady of Blessed Acceleration, don't fail me now. It's time for Drive Radio, presented by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Whether you need help diagnosing a problem. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. Or just want to learn about all things automotive. Hey, how exactly does a positive track rear on a Plymouth work? It just does. Then you've come to the right place. So start your engines, buckle up, and get ready to ride. Drive Radio starts now on KLZ 560 The Source. All right, this is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Had a great show uh, for the first hour there today. Fix It Radio, enjoyed everybody calling in and the comments and questions. I really appreciate that very much. That's what we're here for. And uh, appreciate also the fact, and Larry said this, that a lot of you can call in and answer questions for other people, which, again, this community, that's what this is all about, and we appreciate that very much. Steve Horvath joining me now from Gino's Auto Service over in Littleton. So good morning, Steve. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Great, beautiful day. Isn't it great? A little different uh, than we've had here. Yeah, almost golfing weather. Well, almost. <laughs> almost. I, there were some guys out uh, right before the last storm, I noticed. Yes. And then the storm kind of killed some of that. Yes. But not a great storm. I mean, yes. for snow. Yes. I mean, well, yeah. For, for a lot long, of stuff. But that's, it was good. We yeah. need the moisture. We'll take it. Yeah, I hate when they have to say that all the time. but <laughs> We'll take it. No, <laughs> we'll, we'll take, take it. it. We need it. We'll take it. You know, um, Mark, Tain, Mark Twain's quote, you know, everybody talks about the weather, but nobody does anything about it. You know, it's just, it's going to happen. Yeah. And we're happen. just going to have to get through you, it. And you have no choice. On. We are... We are better at, I think, predicting it for the most part today than we've been probably, you know, in the past. Although it's still un- it's still unpredictable. Oh yeah, they ways. were taking such grief Saturday night, and yeah, <laughs> no, they weren't the next day. No, no, no. And, and you know, I, I remember as kids, we would get the, those upslope snowstorms, and they wouldn't know they were coming, and we'd get just hammered. And nobody knew it. Now they're much better at it. They knew this was coming on Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, they in fact. Uh, Probably more of a little hype than yeah than uh, needed to be, but hey, you know what? At the end of the day, it all still you know yeah. I had it all I, panned out. I had no appointments for that Monday, and I couldn't get any. No, no customers would make an appointment. No. Nobody wanted to get out and about. No, so I, that was the only thing I was a little disappointed at that, that, that it had to live up to its hype, or else, or else you were going to be in trouble. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, and it did though. It yeah, did. It did. It, it, it did live up to it. So. Uh, lines are open, by the way, 303-477-5600, 303-477-5600. Uh, anything you've got question-wise for us, let us know. Again, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Steve Horvath, Charlie Grimes, of course, our engineer, Larry Unger answering phones today, which we appreciate very much. So, again, if you've got any questions for us, please let us know. That's what we're here for. Question of the day. This will be a good one. Oh, good. Because these are this this is one of my pet peeves. Oh, I have a lot of them, by the way. But this is one of them. What are things, and maybe it's you, that people hang or stick on their cars? So some is superstition, some like bobbleheads. It could be Saint Christopher, hula dolls. You know, there's all sorts of things people put inside the car, and I want to know what and why, or you know, maybe what's the strangest thing you've ever seen inside of a vehicle. Some of us that work on them, or you're driving next to them, or yeah, it could be a bumper sticker or anything along those lines. Let me know what it is, and hmm. I'd love to hear it. I, I remember the guy a few years back that had the doll in the passenger seat so he can get in the multi-personally. Oh, <laughs> the blow-up doll. Yeah, he had a little doll in there, and, and he, he had to 
the judge was not happy with him. <laughs> I guess he had, he had to stand out on the on the road or something. It's actually kind of a funny little story. He he punished him pretty good for it. <laughs> yeah, he was tra- in the HOV lane. In the HOV yeah, lane. In the HOV so. lanes, yes. And many a times I've thought about that. But. There's some pretty real ones. Oh. Anyone that moves, though, no, yeah, probably. Anyway, anyways, what, what you know, what are some of those things that either you or you've seen others, and maybe it's a family member or distant relative, somebody that just felt like you know that thing needed to be in the car at all times, whether it was some sort of a superstition, you could be a bumper sticker, a saying, you name it. Let us know three zero three four seven seven fifty six hundred. That's his question of the day: is you know what do people stick or hang on their cars? Uh, there's lots of them, by the way. I just gave you a few examples to get things going, so. You know, let us know. Real quick also, speaking, we did security a little bit in the very, very ending of Fix It Radio, but here's something interesting, and I don't. Charlie sent me this this past week, and why this didn't happen long before now, and I, I would hope other manufacturers will start looking at the same thing. All of Dodge's new muscle cars will now be limited to three horsepower by a new security system if stolen. Oh, interesting. They've got the ability to program that in, where if the vehicle is stolen and you're not, you know, if you're not the driver with the right key fob and such, and you take the car, yeah, you can get it started and rolling, maybe, but if you do, it'll be limited to three horsepower. So you're not going to go very far, very fast. That's what you, you. I listened to the last hour. You had you said somebody had stolen a brand new car. Oh yes. And I'm thinking that was Dennis. Yeah, in and, his neighborhood. And um, how did they? Had to have been running or something. Yeah, I mean, how could they get? You're it? not going to get into it. That's what I mean. Haven't they gotten? I yes. mean, I'm thinking about how hard it is for us to fix the cars that have been stolen 20 years ago. Yes, it, and today is really bad. Yeah. Although, uh, some you know, some, in these cases, the, some of these thieves are are you know figuring out how to hop in one that's either out warming up or whatever. But if the key fob's not in there, they're, again, they're going to be limited to the three horsepower. I, um, I I'm on occasionally I'm on that government deals website, and they sell stuff that's oh yeah weird stuff. But they had a couple of go bags that they were selling. And in the go bags, they had a power probe oh. and then some other stuff. Yeah. And I could tell that that was obviously somebody's go bag to steal a car. Because oh. with a power probe, you might be able to get away with it. Right. So, ah, yeah, I didn't think about done. that. Yeah. I didn't think about, you know, I Good always one. use it for us. Good <laughs> one. All right, Craig and Wheat Ridge, you're up first today. What's going on, sir? Hi, John. Hey, uh, the pet peeve is people hanging their masks off of their rear Ah. <laughs> yeah, why didn't I think of that one? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, Mask hangers. The... The quote about Mark Twain, everybody complains about the weather, but nobody does anything about it. Uh, Bill Gates is going to put chalk in the atmosphere over Sweden to cut down on the intensity of the sunlight to lower the temperature of the earth. What really? A, what a knucklehead, by the way. <laughs> Just I, I, I've said this before. I'll make it public again. I don't care. I, I, there's something about that guy I haven't liked from day one when he was at Microsoft uh, I didn't like him then. I don't like him now. I like him a lot less today than I ever have. I think the guy is evil, personally. Well, the, I think that might uh, qualify for your Darwinian award yes. uh, during the, yes. the rest of the week. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that guy's just plain evil. I mean, he, he wants to control everybody's life. He thinks he knows better than everybody else, and I don't like guys like that because he doesn't. But uh, the main reason I called in, and we've discussed it before, is the ineptitude of CDOT, at least from the uh, director's um, yep. perspective. Yep. Having done a little research on Shoshana Liu, um, that was an example of government cronyism. Oh, very much so. She she was appointed to the position because Michelle Obama called in a favor to Jared Polis. Right. Because uh, her father had worked under the Obama administration and, and his daughter, her, uh, Shoshana Lewis's father, um, 
asked, said that his daughter needed a job, so that's how she got the job, with no qualifications and a history degree. That's, she has no engineering background whatsoever. No, she does not. But, uh, and and I, I had made a mistake. I said at one point in time she's really not go, she really has no experience in that end of things, and that's eh, not totally true. She does have a little bit of office experience, but what I meant is when it comes to actually running things, you know, according to what we need here in CDOT, she has no experience in that, and I was right when I said that. But but my frustration is uh, you're familiar with Wadsworth uh, going through Wheat Ridge. Yes. Um, it's, it's basically like Craters of the Moon, and it's been that way for more than a couple years. Uh, nothing so much as even patching a pothole. And when calling the city of Wheat Ridge, they explained to me that that's a, state, a state-owned highway. Yes, They it have is. no jurisdiction there. And that's CDOT's responsibility. They gave me a CDOT contact number. Um, you cannot get anybody to answer that contact number. Um, so basically, I was left with the option of calling the governor's office and, and saying that she's a train wreck as the CDOT director because things are not getting fixed. There's no way to contact anybody at CDOT to report potholes or uh, concerns. She used to be on the radio with one of the other talk show hosts, and having talked to the producer of that talk show, um, she doesn't want to have her on anymore because she's a horrible guest. She has no answers for anything. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of a snowball effect. So, you know, we can dance around the potholes the best we possibly can, and then, you know, I'm sure it's good for the repair shops, alignments, wheels, tires, the whole thing. But, but like you said on a previous show, you won't get some of your uh, really nice cars out until they get things no. repaired and patched up. Right. But I wouldn't be holding my breath on that either. I, I don't know how you get somebody's attention uh, with CDOT to voice concerns about certain thoroughfares. Well, and in defense of the average worker there that would probably love to go out and do some of the things you and I are talking about, you know, those guys, I'm guessing, probably have a worksheet that they get handed on a you know weekly, daily, monthly basis. I don't know exactly how it works internally there, but I'm guessing that you know they get notifications of certain things that need fixed you know prior to others, and they divvy it up and send folks out. And I'm sure some of those guys would love to go out there and even you know get a contractor to repave a complete section of of roadway and so on. But the reality is they can't you know they probably can't do that unless they absolutely um, are mandated by those that you know, powers that be. Boy, the, the morale the morale over there must be just awful. You know, when you don't have good leadership, I could just... I can only imagine. Well, I, I, I do know this. We've talked about this on the program before. There have been some really good high-level people there that have left because of what Steve just said. That's sad. So... Yeah, I think they could have... When the, the previous director who had experience, who I think had a good handle on things... Agree. Um, ...left, I think they could have promoted somebody within that had far better qualifications than Mr. Shanalu. Uh, that wouldn't have fit the mantra, though, of what you said earlier, though, Craig. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. There wouldn't be any any favors uh, called due at that. Point. Uh, no, I, I mean, that. you know, you, you, this is this is politics. That's what those knuckleheads it, do. This is no different than it was a hundred years ago. Probably the not. Cronyism has been going on yeah, for very true. I did leave a couple messages at the uh, governor's office. Uh, again, you can't ever speak to anybody, but I did leave a couple voicemails, and I'll let you know down the road if I ever get a response on any of those. Which, okay. Again, I won't hold my breath. No, well, no, please but, uh, do. No, no. I, I mean, I'd love to have somebody from CDOT on, but to your point, it's got to be somebody that can actually answer questions. I don't want her. Right. And right. she wouldn't come on mine anyways. No. She, there, she would never. Not, not all the things I've said about her. She's never coming on my show. Well, it's, it's, it's like these, these politicians have put themselves in ivory towers, man. You can't. There's no access. And when nope. you start talking about putting 
fences and 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 uh, physical structures around you know the capitals and such. It's right. like well, well, you, you know, know and, and real quick, just for everybody listening. And I'm, I'm just speaking the truth here when it comes to CDOT. Craig, before the change was made that you just mentioned with her, we had people from CDOT on on a monthly basis. We had a regular scheduled monthly, and we'd have all sorts of folks from CDOT in, from, from traffic engineers to some of the civil engineers to you name it. We, you know, we, we, at times, we'd have a room full of CDOT folks here answering questions and taking calls, and, and it was really a lot of fun, and we got a lot of great information. As soon as she stepped in, all of that went away. Right. There, of there is no such thing as public uh, public information department. Nope. On, on as far as that agency. Nope. Is it, uh, all of that went away. You cannot get any direct answers from them on anything. Or, or accountability. Right. Obviously. Ex- exactly. Exactly. Right. Well, that's all I had. I hate you know. I'm not nope. trying to bring. No, it, like, you know, you, you know, bring a great point because it affects all of us daily. Is how we drive. So no, it's great comment. Appreciate it. Well, well, you know, I'd like the city leaders to be a little more concerned. They said, well, you know, we can send a. a what they called a, a notice of service, and I said, "Well, th- would that be directly tied t- to the city of Wheat Ridge, indicating to CDOT that Wheat Ridge would like you to get out there and fix Wadsworth because we have hundreds of businesses that are connected with Wadsworth. All of the people that shop in these businesses in Wheat Ridge have to get on Wadsworth. They have to deal with the same problem. And just as a side note, the the public works guy that's uh that i talked to with the city of wheat ridge says they have many many complaints about the condition of wadsworth mm-hmm. but yet nothing gets done yep yep, yep. So. no perfect nope uh, craig always i appreciate it very much we're behind on break we'll get right there doug and pueblo hang tight you got a question on your 4.3 chevy and wayne hang tight we'll come right back to that as well don't go anywhere this is drive radio klz 560 can you believe how low rates are staying still in the twos Back in the 40s and the 50s, rates were in the 5 to 6% range. How much longer are you going to wait? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Your home has never been worth more. Take AIM to get that lower rate or shorten your term. Lower your payment and pay thousands less in interest. It's your money. Call 720-895-0500 now. Affordable Interest Mortgage. Locally owned and family operated since 2001. Are you ready for the future financially? Many of our clients have the ability to access their equity for 30 years without raising their payments now. This prepares them for those speed bumps of life. Ask how you can become mortgage safe too. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, where our reputation of putting you first and listening to you is unmatched in Colorado. Call 720-895-0500 now so you can focus on what's important, family. Regulated by door, NMLS 298191, equal credit lender. Hi, this is Scott Watley for my friends at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. And not just my friends, but truly, the staff at Lone Tree feels like part of our family. Since 2002, they have provided the very best care for our pets. What we love about Lone Tree Vet is the services they provide covers all of our needs, from preventative care, dentistry, pain management, cardiology, dermatology, and eye care, as well as emergency and critical care. They also offer veterinary surgery and orthopedic care. And when you need to get away, they have a fantastic boarding lodge and a cat boarding lodge that is amazing. If your pet gets to go along, they can even assist you with your travel health certificates. And when your dog needs a little extra instruction, check out the K9 Academy. They helped us so much when we got a new puppy last year. And then, of course, there is a spectacular grooming salon that you and your pet will love. 
All of this and more at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. Oh, and check out the blogs to help you become a better parent at LoneTreeVet.com. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they believe that all pets deserve to have a good life. Call 303-708-8050. That's 303-708-8050. It's just one stop and all the care you need. Here are the three C's of high performance in less than 60 seconds. Your engine piston rings must have good compression, which makes good combustion, which saves cash at the pump. But you lose compression when piston rings clog with carbon. Today's engines use low tension rings, which clog much easier, which lowers compression, combustion, and the amount of cash in your pocket with higher fuel cost and expensive repairs. This problem can be fixed as fast as your next oil change. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine and accomplishes the three C's in just 15 minutes. It has three letters, E, P, R, as in engine performance restoration that cleans piston rings and restores compression, which increases and saves you. Find a shop with BG products BG. at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. So, at your next oil change, remember the three C's. You will find more of this in your engine and this in your pocket when you clean your engine with BG. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us. Myself, Steve Horvath from Geno's Auto Service over in Littleton. We have a line open, 303-477-5600. That's the Affordable Interest Mortgage call-in line. And again, question of the day is, what are things that folks hang or stick on their cars? Give us that answer. Doug in Pueblo, you're next. Thanks for taking my call. It's a Thank you. really good thing. I'm amazed. Anyway, as far as your questioning of the day i guess i'd have to go with a biden sticker still on a, ah. a, a you know i yeah. mean that's right down there it just makes you wonder about the people inside what are they thinking uh, and it goes right right in line with those people driving around with a mask on they're sitting in their car all by themselves i don't get it around with a mask i on. don't get yeah. that one doug it's like you're by yourself why do you need that on yeah, why did you need a Biden sticker on your car? Well, too, I, you, know? you just really, and everybody probably already knows this about me. I I'm not a I'm not a bumper sticker guy. Period. I don't care what it says, but that's you know I I don't like crap on the car. That's yeah, me. the only the only sticker I thought that you might put on a car is um, bumper stickers are for people with nothing to say, and then <laughs> underneath that ironic huh yeah yeah good one because if there's if if there's an issue that that's uh important to people then somebody's written a book on it and somebody else has written that's right opposed the original book that's right yep you're correct thanks for taking this this call this this question concerns my brother's truck okay and um it's a 92 Chevy with a 4-point liter v6 okay it's got 232,000 miles it's a two-wheel drive and I, it has the the letters WT on it. It's okay, a, it's a work truck. I yeah. guess that's yep. That means work yeah, truck. Fifteen hundred. Yep. And so, anyway, I thought it would be a fuel problem. What it does is it starts really well when it's cold, but when it gets run up to running temperature, the oil and everything, he'll shut it off, and it might stop for two hours and cool down or whatever before before it will start again. Mm-hmm. And he has replaced the uh, ignition control module. Yeah, probably not it. Coil. Yeah, coil pro- it's, it's probably not electric. 
that's what I thought. I'm guessing, I, Doug, I it's fuel. Those those had an issue where if the fuel pumps got weak, they would still run, especially cold. But the minute you shut them off and things got hot, kind of called a hot soak, if you would, they would actually vapor lock, and there's just not enough pressure from the pump to come through and push that back out and, and then back into the return you know, part of it. And so that was actually a common problem on those. And uh, somebody with uh, you know pressure gauge needs to check that, and they are – that is one of those vehicles where they've got to be, and it, again, it depends on which engine. Some of those had the Vortec uh, had throttle body engine, or sorry, Vortec, which was a port injection engine. Then they had the regular throttle body engine. Both of those, though, if the pressure's off some, will do what you're talking about. More so the, well, more so the Vortec yeah. than the other one, though. And if, so if it's got the Vortec engine in it, then that's probably what it is. Wow, thank you so much. Okay, so having checked that, just, just have somebody check fuel pressure on it. Yeah, because nothing comes up on his OBD one. No. And, um, yeah, and it barely had any. Yeah, range. there's not much info <laughs> there. That's right. <laughs> there wouldn't be much on that one. But on that one, you'd have to probably take the fuel filter out on some of those to check the fuel pressure, just because they didn't have a tap on some of those also. Yeah, and okay. that one on a '92 is probably throttle body injected. Yeah. Which that one's pretty easy to inspect, Doug, because it's probably that I'm. I'm I can almost tell you that's going to be a throttle body injected truck just from the year and with the WT it's probably a throttle body unit. So just and that was an easy one for them to check pressure on. Uh that's great information. I'm sure it is a throttle body. Yep. And I just got to say thanks and let you get to your next Appreciate person. it. Doug, thank you so much. I appreciate the call very much. 303-477-5600. I just put somebody on hold. Hang tight. Larry will get that screened in a moment. We have one line open again 303-477-5600 is there a number? Okay, yeah, I'll just. I'll, okay, so I'm answering the call now. You have not been screened. Can I get your name? Sure, David Inverted. David, how's it going, sir? Welcome. Hey, I I missed the question. I got the gist of it with the last caller, but what is the bumper sticker question today? It's what are things people hang or stick on their cars? Oh, inside yeah, or out? In, yeah, in or out. Doesn't matter. It could be in, out. I mean, you see everything from. You know, bumper stickers to stuff on the dash to hanging, you know, hanging off the rearview mirror to you see sometimes things in the uh, you know package area above the trunk. I mean, I mean, I see it all driving down the road. Well, the the one that I think's kind of obnoxious are on the trailer hitches, on the hitch. Oh, truck receivers. nuts. Yes, thank you. Truck I didn't nuts. know what I how I wanted to say it. <laughs> That's the official name. I'm not I'm not making that one up. They are actually called. Truck N-U-T-Z, truck nuts. Oh, fine. (laughs) And it's an item, by the way, that even when I had my four-wheel drive stores back in the day, I never sold those. Good. I was going to say you never sold those. Yeah, I never sold those. No, they were. Thank you, John. They were a big deal, and I I probably could have made money doing so, but I never sold them. Yeah, I didn't think that would go in your repertoire. Yeah, and and just for me personally, it's just not a, I don't, I mean, honestly, guys, there's. You know, that and the cowbells, I never sold either one of those. You see guys hang cowbells off the back as well, and I I never would sell either one of those. Well, may may I share a bumper sticker? uh, Yes. Quick story, family story? Sure. All right. As a a kid, I didn't like bumper stickers on the chrome bumpers. Me neither. I drove a a 67 Cougar that I took really nice care of as a kid, bought it from my dad, restored it in the early 80s, and drove it on through college. But the point of the story is the bumper. I never liked putting a bumper sticker on my chrome bumpers. I right. just thought they were right. obscene. I agree. Yeah. But, but I did do it once. 
And the joke was, there was a radio station, this was in Dallas, Texas, it was called KZEW, it was nicknamed The Zoo. Okay. And they kind of had that little mantra on the sticker. And my mother had seen the car, or had seen the sticker, and she was at the sink washing the dish or something. She goes, I am, she goes, I'm really surprised that you joined the Dallas Zoo. And I go, huh? She goes, well, you know, the zoo, the, the, uh, the, the what do you, I didn't know you liked to go there. I go, I don't. I go, what are you talking about, Mom? She goes, well, the animals, the zoo. And I go, Mom, it's a radio station. <laughs> oh. Good one. <laughs> Good one. So anyway, but I do, there's one bumper sticker that I haven't seen in a while. I miss Jimmy. I miss Jimmy. I miss Jimmy. Yeah, I don't miss Jimmy. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> no. I don't miss Jimmy either. But it was in regards to when we had a few other presidents ah. know, that were. <laughs> Got it. That was it. Got it. I've dated myself, guys. No, you're good. Always, you're good. David, as always, thanks, man. I appreciate it. All right, everybody else, hang tight. We'll come right back. We'll take uh, another call here. we got a line open, 303-477-5600. If you're calling in, Larry, I'll get to you in a minute. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. A Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. The most frustrating part of getting your vehicle repaired is not knowing what they're charging you for. The team at Extreme Auto Repair has nothing to hide. Sean, Mike, Dave, and the whole team at Extreme Auto Repair and Parker want you to understand what's going on with your vehicle so you know how to prioritize your spending. They'll always be transparent because you're the one spending money. You need to know what's wrong so you can focus on the most important repairs first. Just ask, and they'll be more than happy to take you back to the service bay, open up the hood to show you what's going on, or hand you the part that's not functioning. Their philosophy is, why hide it? You might not know what to look for on your own, and the bill makes a lot more sense when you can actually see the part. Plus, you'll feel better knowing that they're not charging you for services you don't need. Take a look together. Schedule a repair now at klzradio.com extreme. Promise is kept. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to findashop.com. You want to protect your classic car in the event of an accident on the way to a car show or a surprise Colorado hailstorm. But you shouldn't insure your classic car the same way you'd insure your everyday vehicle. Paul Lanigro and his team at Group Insurance Analysts will get you the right coverage for your classic car. Just like with any other form of insurance, Paul and his team at GIA will shop the entire market at no extra charge, hunting for the right coverage at the best price. Remember, GIA works for you, not a specific insurance company, so they have more options. Unlike other forms of insurance, though, you should not insure your classic car based on cash value. 
You've put a lot of work into that car, so the real value far exceeds the book price. GIA will make sure your vehicle is insured up to a stated value to protect your investment. Get the right insurance from GIA. Call 303-423-0162. Hi, this is Al Smith with Golden Eagle Financial. You're listening to John Rush on Drive Radio because you want to do what's best for your automobile. As a financial advisor who specializes in retirement planning, I help people do what's best for their finances as they enter or prepare for that next phase in their lives. Events like 2008 and COVID-19 have had devastating consequences for many people's retirement savings. A healthcare crisis can derail a well-planned retirement if it's not taken into consideration. When I meet with my clients, we talk about protected growth of their assets and how careful planning can address unforeseen circumstances. For a Zoom meeting with me, Al Smith, or a visit to my office with social distancing, call 303-744-1128 or visit my website, goldeneaglefinancialltd.com. Advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, an SEC-registered investment advisor. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. We've got a line open, 303-477-5600. Myself, Steve Horvath from Geno's Auto Service with us today. Dell, you are next. Dell, what's going on, sir? Yeah, how you doing, guys? I'm good. Nice talking to you, Dell. Good. Uh, in reference to that, you were talking a little bit ago about the auto theft. Yes. Uh, the problem in Channel 4 did a real good story on it, but what happened is they've come up with a tool that normally there's about a 30-foot range on that remote to your car. Right. And this tool opens that up to over 100 feet, so they can set two or three aisles over, and when you hit that lock button on the remote, it has a roaming code, and that machine reads that code and transfers it to a handheld. And then in the demonstration, they had this lady's new uh, Grand Cherokee unlocked and started before she ever got in the, in the store. I've seen some of that. Yep. Interesting. Yeah, these guys basically, Dell, correct and, me if I'm wrong, but they can basically capture the signal, duplicate the key fob, and away you go. Yeah. Is that right? What it's doing it's, Yeah. The best way to, one way you can stop it is getting the habit of when you get out of your car, lock it with the inside button. Ah, okay. What does that do, Dell? That don't, then that doesn't change codes on you. Well, you're not sending the frequency out there if you're using the inside button to the remote. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Okay. So. I've been trying to figure out how they're getting these cars, and, and it just seems very strange yeah, to well, me. Well, back, back when I taught auto theft investigation and techniques for CBI in the mid-'80s, late-'80s, 47% of all auto theft was insurance fraud. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. Can't make and the payments, so you're selling it or you're stealing it. Yeah, well, they get upside down and they could sure. like a Chevrolet or yep. whatever. They yep. take all their fancy stuff out of it and break the side of the column and ditch it in the field and then go buy it from the auction when it gets towed to the auction yep. and the insurance company yep. already paid it off. You got it. 
you know, that yep. was and then the Ford trucks and the the main thefts right now are Ford Chevrolet trucks pre oh up to about seventy or about about ninety. Uh they a lot of your Chevy trucks and Ford they don't have a transponder and uh so they can break that switch if it's got the MRD system in it, which is a three way magnetic switch, you have to have a key to start it because you're if you break this ignition switch it breaks that magnet that's in the switch and then it won't start. Got it. So, Makes sense. So but they the, the, as far as the transponder, the older Toyotas and Fords and all that, they're actually more theft-proof than the new ones with the push-button starts because that RFID chip that's in the head of the key, you can go into trillions, mm. and there's no way to read it. If it's not uh, if it's not programmed to the car's computer, you ain't starting it and you ain't hot-wiring it. Period. Makes sense. The only way to steal it's a key, a tow truck, or a gun. Yep. Makes sense. Yep. Dell, as always, you're a wealth of information. I appreciate it so much, sir. Have a great weekend, and I always appreciate you calling in. Harley in Pueblo. What's going on, Harley? Uh, I have a question in regard to a 2001 Chevrolet with a 4.6-liter engine in it. Okay. And it runs just great, and then all of a sudden it dies. Pull over by the side of the road, and it'll start right up. Uh, any clues on what in the world might be going on? What, what kind of Chevrolet is it? A truck or a car? Or? Uh, probably a truck, right? No, it's, well, it's a little truck. Little truck. Okay. Okay. Well, for well, one is going to be looking at a lot of fuel pumps still back in those days. That would be. But it starts right back up. It doesn't uh, once you pull over. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. have a hesitate or and once it starts up, it's not like coughing or sputtering for a minute or anything like that. It just fires right up. Nothing. I mean, just yeah. like nothing happens. Yeah, that could be more in the electronic then. That would might be that little. Uh, a lot of times, it's that little module that's inside the distributor and those older ones. It's still. Am I still thinking about that? It's, I have to think about how old these cars. <laughs> it's it's hard when you don't see yeah, them every day. Yeah, well, it is, and we're getting back now. That car's twenty, you know, twenty, 20 years old. Twenty years old, almost. Now, so, yeah. But I, I was thinking that little module inside the distributor. But it sounds to me like you're losing a spark of some kind at at that point. Maybe even the crank sensor, possible if that's in those years too. Well, we replaced the crank sensor mm -hmm. and replaced the uh, fuel pump. Okay. And no change. No change. And then the other thing, too, is uh, how about the ignition? Keys, pretty normal. I mean, it, it, we're losing a contact there is what the other issue is. Well, that's kind of somewhat common. Well, possibly be, I guess. Uh, I, I doubt it. I, it's just, yeah, that's, that's a more far-fetched. i forever. Yeah, that's, that's going to be a tough one. I think it's something where we have to kind of figure out, okay, what's where is it losing its power? Something is cutting out. Yeah, is it fuel? Is it... Ignition, yeah. what's going on? You know, because it starts back up right away, it doesn't feel fuel to me. Right. You're probably but, right. But I don't, you know, don't always. But who knows? But you don't want to eliminate those kind of things because you start going down a rabbit hole, the wrong rabbit hole. No, and, I mean, because Hurley, Hurley, I should say, it could be everything from, I mean, I, we, fuel pump relay could get, you know, sure. joshled, you know, things along those. I, you, you, 
again, <laughs> it's one of those things where somebody that really understands how to troubleshoot needs to go through it and try to figure out what's going on. But again, to Steve's point, you got to figure out first, is it fuel or is it ignition? And sorry, I guess the other, other thing, too, of course, you might have to drive it with a scanner on, see True. if your crank sensor Good drops point. at the right time. Good point. Um, you know, I know codes, by the way. Since you're 01, are we getting any codes at all? Something that might point us in a direction? Any lights on? Yes. So check engine check check engine light is on Harley. Yes. Perfect. That that will give somebody an indicator of what direction to go because when that's on, uh, there will be some codes and things they can go look at now and then start running down that trail of what that code is, what's it mean, what's in that system that's a fault, and so on. Yeah, that, that's a, I should ask that. Or that's where that's where we get started. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Great. Great. Great comment. Do do you guys have a recommendation for uh, one of your certified people in Pueblo? I do not have anybody in Pueblo at all. You know, the two things I would suggest, NapaAutoCare.com. You'll find a Napa Auto Care near you, and that's, you know, they're they're out there. They're part of the same general group. You know, we're still within a smaller group within a larger group. And then also AAA probably has a uh, AAA shop down there too. Those are two resources that you can go to. At least we know that – so that shop has tried to meet some standards. Right. That's yep. what I, they're not. Yep. They're just not a pair of pliers right. and a wrench and uh, a little. Great. No, box. that's great advice, Harley. Yeah. No, that's great. Appreciate you. Guys. You're very welcome, Harley. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate the phone call. Line open 303-477-5600. Kevin, you're next. Hi, John. Uh, this is, has to do with a superstition hanging from a motorcycle. My buddy's got this for me. A couple of years ago up at Sturgis, and I had no idea, even though I rode motorcycles forever, is they got me this little nice cast uh, brass bell okay. that actually uh, j- jingles and hangs from the frame. Yeah, I, what, okay. The, the I, gram- I, gremlins. Yeah, what is it? Okay, give me the explanation. I, re- I remember something about that. I, I was a writer for a long time, but I never did that. But give me the explanation. Well, all the, all they told me was it's supposed to keep the road gre- gremlins away from you, so you're safe. <laughs> Keeps the gremlins away. Hmm. Okay, yeah. and and they come in all sorts of different looks uh, as far as the bell goes, right? Am I and there's there's things on it. Am I right? I, I, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. There's little things. It's kind of like a angels and things bell. like that on them, right? And I, again, I'm going. To, yeah. I'm doing this from memory, so don't don't quote me on this, guys. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I thought I'd throw that in there. No, I'm that's a good one. your show on a, a beautiful Saturday morning. So. Yeah, it's great. It's gorgeous out. Kevin, thanks. I appreciate that very much. Again, question of the day is give us some things folks hang or stick on their car. It could be interior, exterior, as Kevin just said, could be something they put on to run the gremlin away. They're called gremlin bells, by the way. I just looked it up. So, Kevin, you are yeah. correct. Gremlin bells is what they're called. So, And there are rules of the bell, by the way. It should not... Be bought by the user. Oh. In order to work, it must have been given to the rider from a loved one. <laughs> That's kind of interesting. It should be attached to the lowest part of the frame. When a bike with a bell on it is sold, it should be removed. If someone steals a gremlin bell, the gremlins go with it, and the bell will no longer ward them off. There's an origin, by the way, of the bell here. Uh, like many old-school legends, there's no clear answer as to where the bell tradition came from. Various explanations range from those. Uh, there was an older or an old bike riding along the night story to, uh, you know, they've been started by World War II veteran pilots who had bells for good luck on their aircraft and so on. So nobody knows exactly where the origination comes from, but there's the rules for the bell. Now, the one I Googled has a guardian bell. Oh, a guardian okay. bell. So either one. Okay. You know, 
both Data work. Potato kind of a thing. So there's the rules, guys. And again, that's what I'm looking for. Give me some of these things that folks actually, you know, things that you know about, things you've seen. Maybe you do it yourself. Uh, some of it could be just corny things. Some of it could have real meaning. Whatever it is, let us know what it is. That's the question of the day. Lines are open. We'll come right back. Myself, Steve Horvath, Genos. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. John Rush personally uses Novus Autoglass to maintain his fleet of company trucks. All of his trucks tend to be in the same place at the same time on Friday mornings. So every Friday morning without fail, John's local Novus guy comes by to check all of the windshields on his company fleet. That's at least 50 different windshields. On the spot, any new little chip or crack gets immediately repaired. Since John self-insures his glass repair and replacement, Novus offers him a discounted cash price. Even more importantly, John saves a lot of money in the long run by repairing those chips and cracks immediately instead of waiting to replace all of those windshields down the road. He'd much rather pay $40 or $50 per vehicle for regular repairs than pay hundreds or even thousands of dollars to replace each of those windshields. Take care of your company vehicles. Visit drive-radio.com slash Novus now and schedule regular maintenance for your fleet. Novus Autoglass, the inventors of windshield repair. Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance offers a rebate program unlike any other. Every year that you don't file a claim, you get a certain percentage of your money back. Just one example of how Paul Lewinberger, the personal insurance agent of John Rush, keeps your rates so low. He rewards his customers for their diligence and responsibility. Paul can also help you strategize about when to file a claim and when to pay out of pocket so you save more money in the long run. You don't want to shop online for insurance because you have no idea what you're buying. You need Paul Lewinberger with American National, the no surprises insurance agent. Call 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. And ask Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance for details about his unique rebate program for home and auto insurance. Talk to somebody with the expertise to advise you so you get the coverage you expect. Top auto manufacturers admit that today's high-tech engines on average can use a quart of oil every thousand miles. Why? To meet the government's fuel economy mandates, they use the faster-moving low-tension piston rings that can clog quickly, reducing power, causing poor fuel economy. The performance oil service from BG Products cleans piston rings and restores the fuel system. And it's backed up with lifetime protection for the engine. Ask your service advisor about the BG Performance Oil Service or go to BGFindashop.com. That's BGFindashop.com. BG. RoofMax in South Aurora keeps your roof going strong with roof rejuvenation. Modern asphalt shingles are manufactured with less oil than they used to be, so they dry out sooner, leaving them brittle and unable to expand and contract with the extreme temperature swings. Especially here on the Front Range where your roof handles high elevation sun, UV exposure, and severe spring and summertime storms, along with more than twice the national average snowfall, your shingles wear out even faster. Roof rejuvenation with Roof Max could save you up to 85%. 
just one application of their all-natural bio oil immediately adds five years to your roof, guaranteed. With up to three applications every five years, RoofMax could help your roof last 15 years longer. Save thousands of dollars by extending the life of your roof instead of replacing it. Call Dave Hart with RoofMax in South Aurora now at 303-710-6916. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560, myself, Steve Horvath. All right, Charlie was telling us about things that this is something that his brother kind of played a trick on him years ago, and that would be one of the, now I think in Charlie's case it was a fake shrunken head, but Charlie thought it was real because he was a young boy, so that was one of those things. But I, for grins, looked up shrunken heads, and I learned something, which I do every single day when I do these shows. There is a website, realshrunkenheads.com. Where they literally sell and authenticate and value human shrunken heads free of charge. Now, I don't know who runs around with a actual human shrunken head, but hey. So shipping's free or the head is free? I, I, <laughs> and they are, by the way, looking for elongated skulls. Oh. So, if you have one. You can go to realshrunkenheads.com. Trying to figure out. <laughs> you can purchase, sell, or consign a real shrunken head. Which, when I'm looking at the pictures here, it's like, wh- wh- what's the purpose of this? They keep huh. the spirits away? or uh, It's creepy. I know what to do. Give my wife when I go. <laughs> I'm going to put it on her keychain. These are disgusting. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's go to Glade. What are some of the things people stick on cars? Glade, welcome. Hey, uh, good to listen to you guys again. Thank you, sir. Uh, first thing I do is, is a little convex spot mirror on all my mirrors. Nice. There you go. That's a good one. Absolutely. Absolutely first thing. Yep. And then uh, my family sticker on my truck isn't people. So... And that spells out, it spells out, uh, I can't remember what it spells out, but it's got my family on it. Oh, nice. Oh, 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 oh. Nice. The little stick figures yeah, of, yeah, yeah. of the whole yeah, family. Yeah, that's oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've Sorry, seen it those. took me a minute to catch yeah, up. Yeah, no, it makes sense. And then I saw one that was a family sticker. It was a husband, a wife, and five sacks of money. <laughs> oh, because the kids are gone probably. Or didn't have any. Or no they kids. didn't have any, one of the two. Yeah. Interesting. Other, other than that, that's about it. Sometimes okay. a bumper sticker, if it's clever. Yeah, I, you know, there are some clever ones, but you know, most of them I look at and it's like, why would you stick that crap on your car? Sorry, folks, that's just me. I, yeah. Yeah, well, I don't want that on my on my well, car. It does devalue it. Yeah, I don't. I don't want that stuff on my car. Yeah, I don't want that. Well, I had one. I've got a an LMTV, which is a mm-hmm. army truck. Right. I had a, I had a sticker on as on it that says. Yours is fast, but mine goes everywhere. Oh, good. I like good that. one. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, well, that one works. Something like that. That works. Yeah. Uh, uh, do one on personalized plates sometime. Oh, good one. Okay, I'll make a note of that. Be- that is a good one. Be- uh, as opposed to this person that has a Porsche with Porsche on it. You know, something that's on the clever side. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm making a list. I'm putting that in my notes right now. I will do that. 
where you have to kind of say, well, what does that mean? What, oh. Yeah, no, I saw one the other day where I had to take a second look. I'm like, wait a minute, what, what are they trying to say there? Because sometimes they'll be really clever with, you know, letters and numbers, and you got to kind of sound it all out. And, yeah, they can get really clever. Yeah, I had a, uh, a Dodge Caliber, and I didn't get the plate, but the one I wanted was THRT06. Uh, G. Great to six? No. THRT06. Okay, explain. And it's a Dodge Caliber. So it's 30 six. Oh, got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah, those are clever. I, you know, we'll do that. I'll, I'll, I just put that in my notes. We'll do that, Glade. That's, that's, a, great, that's a good one. Yeah. I'd like to hear uh, what other people, because when you catch a good one, you go, yep. wow, yep. I wish I'd have thought of that. No, and I'll, I'll look up some examples and be ready for that, and I'll have some to, to give to people. That's a good one. Glade, I, I appreciate it. Thanks so much. I, I appreciate the phone call as always. Jim and Centennial, you're next. What's going on, Jim? Hey, how you doing today? Good, sir. Yeah, so my uh, my brother some years back used to do a lot of uh, commuting up to Boulder, and he put a bumper sticker on his car. Not a very nice car, but he put a bumper sticker on his car that said, Save a Seal, Club a Liberal. Oh! And, uh, <laughs> and, and he would get the dirtiest looks. I'll and bet. Nobody, nobody messed with his car, though. But, I'll bet. Uh, That's good. Um, I, I, I just thought that was a kick, so uh, I thought you might, uh, might like that one. Somebody just texted in, I don't like the guys that tailgate me with the red and blue flashing lights. <laughs> <laughs> that one's good, too. <laughs> yeah, good. Jim, good anyway. stuff, man. Appreciate it. As thanks. always, thanks for the phone call. 303-477-5600 is our number. John and Cheyenne, you are next. All right, so first of all, I have one. I don't put it on my truck, but I have it in case I park like in Boulder or something. Okay. And it says, straight white Republican. How else can I piss you off today? Ooh. <laughs> what white privilege card you're using there, John. <laughs> I love it. You know, I don't oh, By the way, real quick, along those lines, somewhere I saw today some ad that came through. You can actually now buy an emblem. For your car that says white privilege, if you want. Oh, I, I don't know if you've ever seen uh, on, uh, they're, they're on Facebook and part of the Hard, the Hodge Twins. No. They're hilarious. No, I haven't. Look them up. Hodge hey. Twins. Yeah, Hodge Twins. They're, they're, they do like a once or twice a week uh, YouTube video. But yeah, I just looked Facebook them up. No, I just found them. You know what? I have seen okay. them. Yes, I have seen them. Yes, okay. they're good, by they the have way. A, I watched their most recent video this morning, and they said you could order a white privilege card from them. That's hilarious. And by the way, these <laughs> okay. guys aren't white, so that even makes it funnier. No, no. Have, yeah, that's they, they're classic. It's hilarious. Um, that's awesome. All right. I'll check it out. So, John, as always. I, I, got, a, I got two questions for Go for you. it. Oh. All right. First question. Good website to find out. I need a hood for my 80 Chevy, and I want to find out what years are interchangeable. Carparts.com. Carparts.com will yep. tell you what years are in. Okay. Sure will. And then, would you, all right, so I have that old John Deere bulldozer. It's older than me, and I'm going to be 60 in August, okay? Okay. It, it still starts. It runs. It's got some leaks, and it's got some stuff that needs to be done. Would you invest the money in it to get it, keep it running for another few years? Yes. I use it mostly... 
Okay. Yes. All right. Yeah, because okay. it, any of that old equipment isn't going down much more. In fact, if anything, John, it may go up in value. So you, you're not going right. to lose any money fixing it and keeping it running. No, not at all. Right. And I use it for uh, fixing my road in the spring and clearing snow when it's, uh, you know, five foot drifts. Nope. Keep it running. The, the 80 Chevy with the blade on it won't push a five foot drift out of the way. Uh, none of them will. Not just but that one. None of them will. No, you yeah, you need big equipment for. And again, you've got to keep it running. Okay, so it, uh, I'm going to keep it running through the end of uh, the uh, snow season, and then I'm going to. There's a John Deere here in Cheyenne that, that has a reputation for doing good work. Good, and it is a John Deere. So nice. I might figure I'm, they should probably be able to get what they need, but it's just got all the little things wrong with it that are going to add up to something big if I don't get them fixed. Yep. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. All right, John. Thanks, John, as always. Good week. stuff, man. You're man. You're the good man. I appreciate it. Thanks for calling in, as always. Jeff, you're up next, sir. What's going on? Hey, glad to be back. Um, were you guys talking about fob stealing earlier? Yes. I kind of, uh, well, not the fob it. itself, but the signal coming out of the fob. Right. Yeah, they got devices now that can grab that. Yes, stuff. they so do. Yeah, so the, for the guy who had his car stolen, I'll bet that's what they did. They just could very well have been. Yeah, and, yeah, no, yeah, you know, you you could very well be right on that. Yes, that's exactly right. It's it's just that quick. So by the way, they nicknamed anyway, Bumper, that. I did, I didn't know this, but the nickname of that is relay theft. Okay. Oh, okay. And that's what they call it, which I didn't know till I looked it up after our last after Dell call. It's called relay theft. Yeah, and it's kind of I don't know how how. Car manufacturers are going to combat that, but somebody's got to do something about that. Yeah, they need more. Yeah, I, I don't either. You have to do more rolling codes. There's, you know, there's a bunch of folks out there that'll tell you, you know, keep your car, you know, keep your fob in something that, uh, you know, the tra- you know won't transmit, you know, out of the problem is that doesn't help you when you're getting in and out of the car, and that's when they're picking up the signal, anyways. Right. I guess a uh, rule of thumb might be to use it to unlock, but never to lock. That's what Dell said. Mm-hmm. And then also, you yeah. know, be be aware of who's around you. I mean, you know, those things do have a limited. Uh, you know, signal length. So, you know, you watch, you can look around and see right. if there's anybody, you know, peeking out and seeing what's going on. It's that situational awareness thing. Right. Did, did anybody mention anything about the uh, testicles hanging off the back of the Yes, bucket? one person <laughs> did. The, okay. the, the truck nuts, they're called. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, bumper stickers, the two I, I want to talk about is I have a coexist sticker on my truck, but it's, it's spelled out using gun manufacturers. Uh. Emblems, yeah, nice. Starting with Colt. Nice. <laughs> so, so it it gets a lot of a lot of comment. And then one one that you could get for your son. My daughter got a, a doctorate in education, and she was kind of preening about it, which she should do. I mean, I'm really proud of her for it. But we, I just got a bumper sticker for her and for her husband and myself. It said, "I may not have a PhD, but I do have a DD two fourteen, which is a discharge yeah. honorable discharge yep. document." So. Yep. So Richard might like that. Yeah, that's a good one. No, that's perfect. That's good. Jeff, got to run as always. Thanks. Always good stuff. Really appreciate you calling. Got a couple hours left, folks. Again, question of the day is what are things that folks either hang off their car, put in the car, some of its tradition, some of its superstition, you name it, let us know. There's a lot more out there, by the way, than what you have uh, been talking about so far. So put your thinking caps on and uh, go through some of those things and call us and let us know what those are. Myself, Steve Horvath, Geno's Auto Service. We'll be right back. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. 
Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.